burnout is one of those things that can sneak up on us as mompreneurs. A lot of times we see it coming a mile away, but we keep pressing forward despite the warning signs flashing left and right. Hey mama, today I'm sitting down with Sarah Brumley, the podcast host of Mama Business, to talk about how to prevent burnout. Sarah is a wife, mama of three, daughter of the king, and a hobby blogger turned CEO. For years, she chased the idea that she had to use every free hour of her day in order to build a successful business. Sarah wasted money on productivity apps and a tech stack that the gurus promised would make her life easier and her business run on autopilot. Spoiler alert, it didn't. After a full-blown burnout, Sarah finally realized that if she was going to succeed in her business without exhausting herself or neglecting her family, something had to change. In today's episode, Sarah shares with us her journey as a mompreneur dealing with burnout and how she overcame it and restructured her business in a way to prevent burnout. This was such a great interview with so many actionable tips to help mompreneurs burnout-proof their business. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Hey, Mama. Welcome to the Mama Turn Mompreneur Podcast. I'm Andrea Singletary, a wife, mom of two, podcaster, and former virtual assistant turned podcast strategist and consultant. Friend, I know you're tired of feeling burnt out with your online business. You know it's time to stop building your business solely on social media, but aren't sure how or where to even begin. You dream of starting a podcast, but figuring out how to monetize it leaves you feeling overwhelmed. If you're ready to get the full scoop on how to monetize a podcast and grow your online business without wait for it sacrificing motherhood or your sanity grab your coffee pull out that notebook and pen and put in those earbuds and let's dig in all right so today on the mama term mompreneur podcast i am sitting down with sarah brumley and i'm super excited to have her here as a guest She is the host of Mama Business, which is an amazing podcast. So Sarah, welcome to the show. Please tell us about who you are, what you do, and all about your family. Oh, thank you so much, Andrea, for having me. This is so exciting. Um, I am Sarah Brumley. I am a wife of almost 17 years. I'm mama to three. I actually have two teenage girls and a son that's almost two. So busy, busy mama. In 2015, I leapt into the online business world with the purpose of helping moms navigate their family finances. So I actually started with a family finance blog, and that blog grew really quickly, faster than um, myself or anybody around me thought it would. And so I started making money with that blog, and I was actually able to quit my corporate job that year in order to pursue that full-time. So because of that growth, I started to have a lot of other fellow business owners, bloggers, ask me if I'd consult with them and help them grow their own blogs in the same way so that they could also make money. Within a very short period of time, I actually had a full calendar of clients and was turning away business. So definitely grew really quickly 
And then in 2019, I shifted my business focus entirely to helping entrepreneurs attract their ideal clients through organic marketing strategies. So rather than just doing all the things, I had really narrowed it down to what was working for me, what was working for my clients. And that's really where my business took off from there. And then as of today, I am the host of the top 5% globally ranked podcast, Mama Business, as Andrea said. And um, I have a focus on helping mamas grow their online businesses without sacrificing their families. So I guess in a nutshell, that's kind of my story. Yeah, that is awesome. I did not know that was your journey into the entrepreneurial space. So that's really cool. Um, so today you're going to talk to us all about burnout. So how about we start with you telling us what burnout is and what the signs of burnout is? Absolutely. So burnout is essentially a feeling of, from my perspective, it's this feeling of complete overwhelm or exhaustion that really just comes from having too many things on your plate, too many things requiring your attention, your time, your energy, and not having the systems in place to actually handle that. And so because of that, it tends to leave you feeling detached from the things that you loved. Maybe that's your business, your family, whatever it is. And you probably start to, I mean, if we're looking at signs of this, you probably start to feel frustrated. You're reacting in a frustrated way. You no longer feel motivated to complete projects or get your job done or show up in whatever area of your life you need to show up. And you might honestly just kind of feel like you have no option but to just plow through and hope it gets better. So the problem with that, though, is that it normally doesn't. And with moms especially, and I know that your audience, Andrea, is moms mostly, but Mm -hmm. this is often compounded because we are dealing with so many things. So rather than just a woman in business, a mom in business is dealing with all of the pressures from home, the babysitter canceling, the kids sick, all of these different things. And then you add the business end of things on top of it. And it's very easy to end up burned out if you don't have the right systems in place. Yeah, that is such a perfect description of it, especially for a mompreneur. Because yeah, you don't just have that role of being a business owner, you're wearing the hat of mom, you're wearing the hat of wife, you have all these other responsibilities. And, you know, there's that talk about how moms tend to be like the default parent. And I see this with my kids all the time, like my son will completely bypass my husband who's standing in the kitchen and can get him a snack, but he'll come to me and ask me. So adding all of that in, yeah, that really compounds that burnout. Especially if you're already feeling overwhelmed and Mm -hmm. then you're trying to complete a task or you're trying to do something and then suddenly you've got this other input and distraction coming in. Absolutely. Yeah. So what would you say are actually, I would love to hear about your experience with burnout. I know you shared with me that that is something that you've dealt with. So can you share with us, you know, how that showed up in your business and in your life and how it impacted you as a mompreneur? Oh my goodness. How deep into this do you want me to go? Um, (laughs) The more, the better, just to kind of give us a better picture of what it looks like. Cause I know sometimes as moms, we may not even realize that we are dealing with burnout. So 
as much as you're willing to share. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Absolutely. Yeah. So my season of burnout specifically within my business started in 2020. And I know that there are a lot of mompreneurs, a lot of entrepreneurs in general who had to face burnout in that season just because of everything that went on. But as I mentioned, I was working as a virtual contractor. I was helping business owners um, build their businesses. I was working a lot with business owners who were um, working their online business as a side business. So they still had a nine to five. They were still leaving and going to work and then they were coming home and working on their business in the off hours. And when everything closed down, everybody went home. And suddenly, everybody that I was working with wanted face-to-face calls with me. They wanted to text me at all hours. They wanted one-on-one support, me holding their hand at all times of the day. And that wasn't how my business was set up. My business was set up for me to work for them um, while they were at work or on my own time frame. And I really struggled with that. And so at that time, obviously, we had no idea what it was going to look like. How long were we going to be in this new state of everybody at home, all of that? And so I really just felt like I needed to press through in order to maintain that momentum that I had built up with my business. I didn't want to lose my clients. I wanted to be able to keep them happy and I'm kind of a people pleaser. So I just wanted to respond to everything and hope that, you know, everybody's businesses were going to continue to grow and that kind of thing. And so for me at the time, I ended up feeling very claustrophobic. Like I would absolutely never escape the pressure that everybody had on me. My family was home. Everybody needed me. And I lay in bed at night and worry that I was going to disappoint someone or that I wouldn't be able to keep up. And why in the world was I laying in bed when I had so many things to do on my to-do list? And if I was awake, I might as well be up doing it. And it was just felt like there was so much pressure. So that's what I did for several months. I didn't really see a way out of it. I just kept on plugging through And then my husband and I, and he's a teacher, so he was home. My kids were home at the time. And we decided that we were going to take a cross-country trip with our trailer, go from Washington State, which is where we live, to Maine, where my parents were living at that time. And so it was going to take us about a month. And I thought, no problem. I can work on the road. Um, That's why I have this online business, right? Mm -hmm. I have to take my laptop, no problem. And we took off. And day one, I realized that I had forgotten my laptop charger. And honestly, I cried because this was my business and the thing that I was, you know, just trying to keep up with 24 seven. And my husband was like, no worries. We'll just order one. It'll be on the other end when we get there. I don't know why we didn't think we could just stop and buy one, which we probably could have, but Mm -hmm. thankfully God knew I needed that break. And I did. Mm -hmm. I took that break. It was eight days, nothing having to do with my business. And When I got to the other end, I never wanted to see my laptop again. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to open it. I didn't want to talk to anybody. I wanted to be permanently done with my business. And so it was at that point that I really knew something had to change. Mm -hmm. And I did make changes from that point forward. But um, it was very, like, I, I was done. I was so frustrated. It was coming out in every way of my life. And I felt like I was trapped. Mm hmm yeah wow that is such a a powerful story and a powerful example of burnout i feel like we all have been there at some point um 
For me, it was when I started out as a virtual assistant, trying to do all of the things like you trying to please all of my clients and everything. And I was doing this while pregnant with my daughter. So add in that layer while caring for my one-year-old or my son who was one at the time. So just all of that pressure. And I realized I had to switch gears that I couldn't keep going like this, that it wasn't going to be sustainable for me. And so that's why I ended up deciding to niche in podcast management and doing that took a lot of that pressure off because I was able to really structure my business the way that I wanted to. I didn't have to be available during normal business hours, like especially like I'm on Pacific Standard Time and I had had clients that were on Eastern Time and they wanted me to be available during Easter Time hours. Well, 9 a.m. their time is 6 a.m. my time. So I couldn't do that realistically. But yeah, like looking at like what you're experiencing, what you're feeling and being in tune with your body like that and realizing like, okay, I got to make a change. I got to do something different. So that was great for you, like how God moved in that way, like allowing you to forget your laptop charger so you could see like, okay, yeah, I got to do something different. Yeah, it was definitely like a really good smack. Like you, mm-hmm. you, you have to stop, stop now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. God will definitely do that, especially if we're not paying attention to like his gentle nudges. He will like, okay, I'm going to just stop you. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So what would you say causes burnout in one's business? So I think there are actually three things. I'm sure there are more, but there are three that I think of right off the top of my head. And the first one is a lack of boundaries. Mm. So you haven't set up your boundaries with other people is more often than not. Um, And a lot of times it can be your boundaries with yourself, like knowing when you can say no and not say and say yes and those different Mm -hmm. types of things. But I really do think it comes down to clear boundaries. Like what what time frame are you going to be working throughout your day? What mm-hmm. what times are you going to be conversing with clients or actually doing your work on the back end? Whatever that looks like. Actually knowing those things. When you don't know those, then it's very easy to get caught up in the weeds, to be doing all the things and suddenly realize nothing is happening the way you needed it to. So I think boundaries is a really big one. The second one is having an unclear strategy. This is a really, and maybe I should have put that one first, but it's really this idea of like throwing spaghetti at the wall and hoping mm-hmm. something's going to work. That's going to lead you to burnout faster than anything because when you don't have a clear strategy, you are doing all the things like you said, and then you are getting frustrated and mm-hmm. nothing is working. And so you're switching gears and it becomes a huge mess. So I think that that is my second thing that would be a cause of burnout in one's business. And then the third thing is inconsistency. And when we aren't consistent, then we, I mean, obviously consistency can come with having a strategy in your business or having those clear boundaries and being consistent with them. But also when we're consistent, then we see growth And when we're inconsistent, then we see spotty little results here and there that don't add up to much. And so that can lead to these feelings of frustration and overwhelm as we second guess everything we're doing or those types of things. So I think it's really comes down to lack of boundaries and unclear strategy 
I mean, that can be at home too, mm-hmm. um, not knowing what you're doing or what your priorities are, those different types of things. And then the inconsistency piece. Wow. Those are great. Like just thinking about me personally, I can definitely see like when one of those is like out of order, that's when I start to feel that burnout and that consistency piece that is huge, especially like when you're first starting out as a business owner and you have these high hopes and these high expectations, but maybe you're not gaining that momentum like you expected. And the thing is, is that you have to remain consistent, continue talking about your business, continue putting your content out there, continue networking, making those connections, because you will start to see that in a sense that return on investment. But if you're, you know, you do it one week and you expect to, you know, hit six figures. No, it's not going to work like that. No, it's not. Yeah. And then the boundaries piece, that is huge, especially if you are someone that's transitioned from working a nine to five to starting your own business. It can, at times going in it, you can feel like, oh, I have to meet my client's needs. And so I have to do what they're asking of me, even though maybe it goes against your contract or goes against something that like your values or something like that. And it's like, no, you are the CEO of your business. So it's a CEO working with another CEO and you have to switch that mindset so that you can implement those boundaries and making sure that you're not like backing down with that. So I love that you've mentioned that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so for you, kind of going back to your experience with burnout, what changes did you make in your business to kind of overcome that burnout, but also to kind of help burnout proof your business? Yeah, um, that was a big one. And it took me a while. So I don't like I'm going to say this and um, like I can go through the things that I did, but I want you like I want your listeners specifically to know that it didn't just happen overnight. It was probably a year-long process of figuring out how I was going to get back to being happy with my business, being um, not frustrated with the different things that I was doing, that kind of thing, and really figuring out what was going to matter to me. But ultimately, I let go of anything that didn't move the needle in my business. And I mean like everything went. If I was frustrated by it, it went. And a lot of it took prayer, right? Like, is this okay that I let this thing go? This thing is making me money right now. How do I let this go? Mm -hmm. That was a real hard thing. But services that I'd been offering in the past um, suddenly became no longer available to my clients. I just, Mm -hmm. I cut those clients that as I put new boundaries in place, which I did. I put a lot of different boundaries in place, but my clients that didn't respect my time, even after that, I phased them out. And Mm -hmm. that sounds harsh, right? But it was necessary in order Mm -hmm. for me to continue to run a business I wanted to have. And honestly, it just felt like I needed to take my business at the time back to ground zero and start again, knowing what I wanted and being determined with how I was going to get there. And so mm. I really, really, really just paired back. Um, one of the things that I dropped completely was social media for quite a while, mm-hmm. really needed to do that. And I really just focused on what worked for me, what had worked for me starting out, and then looking for clients that, um, and this was kind of a transition at that point for 
me clientele wise, because I was starting to look for clients who wanted the same things I did. They wanted that those boundaries in place for themselves. They wanted not to have their business take over their whole lives, right? Mm-hmm. So um, that's a little all over the place. But those were some of the shifts that I had to make in order to get back to a business I loved or actually maybe move forward into a business that I loved. Yeah, I, I love that. And I can relate to it so much because that's kind of where I was towards the end of last year. So as I moved into podcast management, I had to phase out my virtual assistant clients. And it was such a process. And kind of what prompted me to do that was that I, at this time, I was moving from being a mom of one to a mom of two. And I knew that I could not keep going like that. There was no way I was going to be able to handle a newborn and a toddler and do all the things as a virtual assistant. And so, like you said, like setting those boundaries. And when I started enforcing those boundaries, some of my clients pretty much removed themselves. (laughs) Other people I had to like, okay, you know, our contract is up on such and such date. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to renew and kind of starting from ground zero and really mapping out 2023, like, what do I want my business to look like? What is going to be sustainable for me as a wife and a mom? And that's what I did. Like, even for my monthly management, if you look on my website, I don't offer it anymore. It's only something that I offer to my clients who launch with me. And mm-hmm. even then, I only take on a select number of monthly management clients because I know what my capacity is. So I I love that how you went through that and you really took a step back to figure out, okay, what is going to work for me? What changes can I make? So that way I am not feeling burnt out and I'm creating a business that I love and enjoy. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, I think that for anybody that's listening to it, it's just important to recognize that making these decisions doesn't come easily. Like for you, I'm sure deciding that you were going to let go, even though you want to, right? At times you're just like, okay, it's got to go. But at the same time, like making that decision, coming to that point where you've actually said this is going and then telling that client, no, I'm not renewing your contract. That's not easy. And that's, no. <laughs> that's stressful and that's keeping me up all night type Anxiety stuff. <laughs> overload, yes. yeah. <laughs> Especially just trying to draft that email. I oh. probably did like a million revisions, <laughs> had people read it. Like, does it sound okay? Like, it was right. definitely stressful. <laughs> oh my goodness, yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, so as we start to wrap up our conversation, um, I know you kind of shared what you did to overcome burnout, but do you have any additional strategies a mompreneur can use to try to prevent burnout while growing her business? I think, um, I mean, just like I said, I mean, very having very clear boundaries, knowing what your time's supposed to look like, knowing how people can contact you, protecting your family time, those t- types of things. It's very hard to do at the beginning, especially because mm-hmm. we want to make that quick dollar. We want to get some money coming into the business. But if you don't do that as soon as possible in your business, you are going to end up in a stage of burnout. Mm-hmm. Um, making sure that you don't get caught up in the need to do all the things. Pick one, start there and then move forward. And then really tracking what's moving the needle in your business. Do those things consistently. 
and then let go of anything. And I mean, anything that isn't working. Don't try to force it because if it's not working, you're going to continue to force it. You're going to continue to work on it. And you are going to get to that point where you're feeling that feeling of burnout. Yeah, that is so true. Um, So I love to always ask my guests this, but what is your number one mompreneur hack? Ooh, it's hard to name just one, but (laughs) I think the thing that's moved the needle the most for me in my business is taking the time at the beginning of each week to map out exactly what I need to accomplish and when. And this has become like especially important now that I have a little one at home because I have an almost two-year-old. And so it doesn't mean that I'm going to have a perfect week or any of the above, right? The babysitter might not show up. A whole bunch of stuff can go wrong. But it means that when I do sit down to work, if I have a plan in place for my week, if I know what I need to get done, then I am not guessing when I do have that time. And I think even better is that a lot of times as moms, we work five minutes at a time, 10 minutes at a time before the next interruption happens. And so because I know what I need to accomplish this week, I can use those short pieces of time in order to get stuff done. And we all know that those pieces of time, you know, that that short amount of time all adds up. And so I think that that's been the biggest thing for me. So just sitting down, I sit down on Sunday evening, pretty much, or maybe early Monday morning and make sure I know exactly what I'm doing for the week so that I can get those things done. Highly recommend that. Yeah, I love that. Such a great hack. Well, before we get off, please share how my audience can connect with you and where they can learn more about your services. Absolutely. My podcast is Mama Business, and you can find that on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And you can also, if you want to, go to my website, sarahbrumley.com to see all of the things I have to offer and how I can help you grow your business. Awesome. And I will make sure to link all of that in the show notes. Well, thank you you again for being on the show. It was so nice talking with you all about burnout and how to prevent it. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. Mama, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to hang with me. If this podcast gave you the insight you needed to take your online business to the next level, would you do me a huge favor and leave a review? Leaving a review will help us reach all the mamas who are ready to take their current business to the next level through podcasting without sacrificing motherhood or their sanity. I love, love, love reading your reviews. Also, I am all about community and building a village. I would love it if you join me in the Mama Turn Mompreneur Facebook group. Remember, you are doing amazing, Mama. Much love, and I will chat with you again soon.